Hello and welcome to OCBC Insights. I am Terence Wu, FX Strategist at the OCBC Global Treasury Research and Strategy Department. In today's FX podcast, we will be focusing on renminbi and how it still has further room to strengthen. Since hitting a high on 27 May 2020, the dollar CNY has gone on an extended run from 7.20 to around 6.75 at the time of recording 21st of September. Now, aside from the weak dollar complex that we have been seeing since April this year, our view is that this move is backed by strong structural underpinnings on the renminbi front. Going forward, we see these structural drivers persisting, leaving us uh, in favor of further renminbi strength ahead. In a research piece published on 21st of September, we touch on four positives and one negatives on the renminbi. And this is a, this re- research piece is available on our research website. For this podcast, in the interest of time, we will just be focusing on two of these positives. The first positive that we will touch on here is the developments on the Sino-US front. Earlier in the year, the potential worsening of Sino-US tensions ahead of the US elections had been a negative for the renminbi. However, since then, what has transpired basically has generated less market concern than we had expected. Now, you may have heard that the US and China are clashing over a various uh, various issues, ranging from South China Sea to Huawei to other technology companies. So how can these developments be a positive? You must remember that trade relations between the US and China should be regarded as the paramount issue for the market. And so long as the phase 1 trade deal is not jeopardized, any other forms of anti-China rhetoric coming out of the US and sporadic skirmishes over various issues uh basically sees very limited traction in the market. and the market impact from these uh skirmishes generally do not last more than one or two days so the positive here really is that the phase 1 trade deal has been reaffirmed by both sides in late august and it is therefore unlikely to be rolled back before the us elections this keeps a floor under the renminbi and allows uh investors to focus on other positives on the renminbi front Now, one of these other positives are uh, is the on-track macro recovery in China. The latest round of economic data releases out of China actually further reinforce the health of this macro recovery. Previously, there was a sense that momentum of this recovery seems to be waning, especially with data prints in July coming uh, basically underperforming expectations. Now these concerns were allayed with the release of the August data which came in much stronger than expected. Also, previously there was a concern that the recovery was was largely driven by the export sector and industrial production. Domestic consumption was the main laggard. Again, August was the first month where retail sales in China outperformed expectations. suggesting that domestic consumption is shaking off its laggard tag and emerging as another engine for the macro recovery. So in an environment where the pace of recovery post pandemic dominates the economic and effects narrative, 
The on-track recovery in China provides the renminbi with a structural positive, especially with the market still skeptical about the longevity of the European recovery, and the market also perceiving that the U.S. recovery will weaken into the fourth quarter of twenty twenty. So we have touched on two positives on the renminbi. In the research piece that I mentioned at the start of the podcast, we also covered. Uh, basically, what appears to be a shift in official stance towards a stronger renminbi, and also how yield differentials are working in favor of the renminbi. We also touch on a dampener, which are which is the anemic inflow momentum, sorry, which is the anemic equity inflow momentum, and that in itself has caused us to pull back on our enthusiasm for the renminbi. If you want further details, I encourage you to. To go to the research website and pull out this research piece. Overall, we do think that renminbi positives outweigh the negatives at this point in time. We are seeing very little signs of an official pushback to the strengthening renminbi. Typically, if the renminbi strengthens beyond comfort levels, we would expect some jaw boning from PBOC officials. That is PBOC officials coming out to voice concern about renminbi strength. Up till now, we have not encountered uh, this development yet. Similarly, they have other tools at hand to signal their directional preference when it comes to renminbi.、Uh, again, we have not seen them、uh, use these tools. So overall,、uh, using the CFED's renminbi index as a gauge, we do think that the ninety-five level. In the index is the first waypoint that we need to where we need to reassess the extent of rubbing peak gains, from where we are now till the ninety five level in the CFAS rubbing peak index. Ah,、uh, there is still a distance. So we at least at this point in time we are not overly concerned about ah、uh, the strengthening rubbing peak. So on the dollar CNY front, ah,、uh, we still expect six point. Seven one to be the next target on the downside for the dollar CNY on a multi-session horizon. Yep, that's all the time that we have for this round of FX podcast. Ah,、uh, hope you have a better idea of the Renminbi movements ahead. Thank you very much. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.